When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dead in hip hop. Wale week, the mixtape about nothing. Look, all week, man, we have had special guests. Today, it's not different. We got Mr. AKA and the Hold It Down podcast. How y'all brothers doing today, man? We good, sir. We good. Living life while life is living me. I'm well. That's what's up. Um, the mixtape about nothing, man. I think that. Bloodbath, you were saying that Festivus is the unofficial part of the whole Seinfeld tapes and all Uh that. In my head, yes, because it does have the Seinfeld features and it's named Mm -hmm. after like a Seinfeld thing, Mm -hmm. like the Festivus tape. So to me, and if like most people, it fits in like the Seinfeld tape theme that he had going. But so Uh, so is that official or unofficial? It's like a spinoff. You, yeah. you you call it a spinoff? I can say it's more of a spinoff. That's a good word yeah. for it. Because I think if he wanted to, because it would have been to me, it was just like he couldn't name it another mixtape about nothing, and then have an album called the album about nothing. It's, yeah. Just, yeah. it's just too much of the theme hitting you over here. So it's like okay, for those who are true fans, here's the title. But for the album, this is gonna be the closeout to the trilogy. He, he be saying what I be thinking, bro. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. That's what's up. That's but going into this, I I I honestly, I don't I don't think I listened to this when it came out. This joint um, really? came out back in 2008. Ooh. I don't. I don't think I was on Wale at that point in time, um, and I could. I could definitely just tell by by the beats mm-hmm. that I wasn't on Wale at this point mm-hmm. in time. Um, again, the go-go influence. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I understand yeah, why he feels how he feels. Yeah. No, no, another nigga on this planet was doing what I was doing and doing it the way I was doing it. So mm-hmm. I 100% understand where the passion for what he does comes from. Um, no project, though. Uh, yes. Because here's the thing. To me, this one, I, I had to, like, like moonwalk all the way back. You know what I'm saying? Because if I listen to it with 2021 20, years, I'm like, nah, bro. Yeah. Nah, bro. I understand that. I understand yeah. that. Nah, bro. But, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and for that era, and even if it were to come out now as, like, uh, uh, an emerging artist out of D.C., ain't nobody doing this. Yeah. He would still be unique. You would still have to talk about him. You would still have to say, how far can he push this genre of music? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to put respect on it. Yes. And after listening to this, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I miss out on a whole era of Wale. Because, Saquon, you said on the last joint, man, like, Wale mixtapes. You know, I'm kind of 50-50 on, you know, mixtape Wale versus album Wale. Mm-hmm. But, man, bro, like, I respect them now. I respect them way more than I ever did. Yeah, yeah, man. Mixtape about nothing, man. This is, this is like one of the things. Like I remember listening to this, and at the time, like Wally was probably like one of my top new dudes. Like, mm-hmm. like this around the time where like when he got the cover, like I was like yes, like I was excited for him. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, coming with his own style, own 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 style, own genre, really. You know what I mean? He could spit. You know what I mean? He's a fly dude. You know what I mean? Like, good times, good stuff, man. It was nostalgia for a brother like me. Mm. For real, for real. 
Yeah, for me, um, I was like FIFO. I didn't. I I returned to this project after I listened to a multitude of Wale joints, um, and I will say this: this didn't really age well to me. There's some good records on it, but this isn't. This is like scratching the surface, Wale. This is mm -hmm. not anything that's like, oh, okay, this is a breakout tape or project. Mm -hmm. This is more like, okay, this guy has talent. And he could probably be bigger than his city. Yeah. But there's still he needs a little bit more polish on this. Yeah, yeah. I feel like at this time, like artists was making independent albums and had to call them mixtapes. And I feel like this is kinda like that for him. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's all mostly pr original production. You know what I mean? Like it's a concept. I don't even know if people was making like concept mixtapes like like that. N no. Uh, well, I, at this time, unless you count Jeezy Trap or Die, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How, you know that was really a concept. a concept like that. But um, what this remind me of in terms of the mixtape era was motherfuckers taking the hottest beat and just rapping over it. Me too. Like this was that's, that era yeah, of mixtape. Yeah, boys. Yep. Yeah, freestyle yep. on here. Yep. That's yep. What, yep. That's, yep. That's, this was that era of mixtape. Yep, that's mm -hmm. what it was. Yep. That, that's, that's what I got to. The Wayne shit. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. So I don't know Saquon. Ooh. Like I don't think people were doing concept mixtapes or even yeah. albums like that you know what i'm yeah. saying but definitely not in the mixtape game not at this era mm -hmm. of mixtape yeah. and i also remember one thing that was crazy one thing that's very crazy about wale i remember this is also in the era where lil wayne was like the hottest thing smoking like he mm -hmm. he could do no wrong on a verse mm -hmm. and this is when dj white owl was dropping tapes every week and it was mad leaked lil wayne songs on there and one time i heard the uh nike boots remix and I remember hearing the song yeah, and thinking like the boots, guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and this, Wayne. The, the funniest thing is, I remember hearing that song and I was like, yo, this dude on the track with Wayne is terrible. <laughs> I was like, this is, a this is a terrible song. He's mad average. And then right after that, like, I end up um, hearing the, one of the songs that's actually on this, the Root song that features Wale and Chrisette Michelle, you know, mm -hmm. back when I had a crush on her. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, it's the same dude? Like, what? What's going on here? You know what I'm saying? So then I end up checking him out. I'm like, oh, he's actually like, like he could rap, rap. Like, he's not, he's not Nike boots. He's mm -hmm. not just another one of these dudes that get the Wayne feature and get their butt kicked on the song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like I remember just playing this tape crazy back in the day. Like this was one of those like, like songs I burnt out on the MP3, the MP3 player because I couldn't afford an iPod. I feel you. You know what I mean? Downloading do, mixtapes. I do remember liking this mixtape, but I also agree that it's not aged that well. Um, it sounds, it sounds like when it came out. I mean, it's still good. It still has some very fun go-go songs on it, but yeah. with modern ears, it's not gonna cut it. But in the time it came out, it was really fun and it was really different. And I still wish more more rappers would make more go-go style songs, like infuse more go-go into their music. Yeah, you know one thing I kind of liked about this tape too that I feel like nobody else is gonna notice but me. I liked how respectful he was. Like, he made a song called Manipulation and called the woman a bitch and then, like, explained why he said that. And he, told her to pick a side. Yeah, like... like Pick which one you want to be. He was like, listen, <laughs> I, was, I, I may have said the, the word bitch. It was for my artistic yameenery. It was for First artistic yameenery. Yameenery, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas need to bring that back. <laughs> yameenery, you know what I'm saying? But, like, what, what rapper's going to say bitch on a song and then explain it? And then He's going to be like, you better accept that word, bitch. 
I love this tape. Uh, way, way, way back in the day, man. I, so you heard it when it came out? Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's when you're talking about the blog era. Yes, yeah. that time. So Ooh, two dope boys. Just, I was all on two dope boys, bro. At this you just downloading any and everything that's on on there, and I put mm-hmm. this on. That is true. And I was like, man, the go. Of course, the go go shit hit me. Like I was first the opening title sequence when it was like mm-hmm. most niggas don't like nothing, so here's a tape about nothing. Yes, I was like, oh, you got me. <laughs> I was like, you got me because I love how he flipped that. And I'm like, okay, you better be talking about some shit yes. on here. And uh, again, this is like the conscious Wale. Mm-hmm. This is where I picked up the conscious uh, part of Wale. Uh, yeah. Then Root song uh, Wale is on, came on. Fine. The heavy song with Bumby and Pusha T. And then he hit you with the perfect plan. But I tell you what, when that shit got the goddamn Kramer. Yeah. Oh, that's I, oh, I was like, bro, when he had that uh, audio clip of when Kramer was saying, Nick, I was like, oh, this motherfucker. He's a nigga. That's why, that's why I say that's why I say like it's this is scratches the surface because what other artists I think one of y'all mentioned as far as doing concept albums or mixtapes what other artists is doing shit that creative on a mixtape man yeah 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 that and I was like man he's actually like saying some shit like talking about some shit and I was like I remember thinking to myself man I hope this guy blow up man because you know because yes. I had to, like Kendrick Lamar vibes like Kendrick Lamar was conscious but yet. He was appealing at the same time. So yeah. he can like do both. And that's why I was so disappointed when um when he signed with MG, M- MMG, because I was like, man, they're gonna take that away from him. Um, and you know, there was this whole anti-Wale thing that I went through for a period. <laughs> cause he cause he kind of went away from from this type of stuff. But you know, then there's the crazy, the manipulation was another yes. joint where he was he the was va- talking to The some vacation shit. from ourselves. The fucking vacation from uh, ourselves. And then, and then he got not only did he got Wayne on there, but he got Elaine, Julia, uh, Louise Dreyfus. Yep. On like, to me, that was just like, okay, this nigga got connects. Yeah. Because yep. you can't just get these people. The artist integrity, mm-hmm. which, yes. Listening to it now, um, you know, is is you know, it's, it's kind ironic. of a hypocrite. It's ironic, know? yeah. It's <laughs> you ironic. Know? It's like because you kind of you kind of things went things went bad with um whatever is with uh, uh his record label with the first joint. Oh, with Interscope? Interscope, but then all of a sudden, you know, you go sign with MG, MMG to, I don't know, it was just weird, man. I, I felt really weird about that. But um, but nevertheless, man, yeah, I, I, I this shit, man, this I thought, shit was. I'm surprised you didn't mention the star with that Jay Dilla beat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, that joint yeah. was nice. I even like Be More uh, Club Slam. I thought that Whoa. was cool, too. Yeah, Whoa, that, the Be More Club Slam? Man, you like that, that one? shit. Yes. You, sure, you sure you ain't talking about the, the Chicago Falcon remix joint? You sure you ain't talking about nah, that? Nah, that'd be more club slam. <laughs> that shit, that shit going, man. Very surprised I am. Okay. Yeah, that shit, that shit's nice. Well, let me contradict that. I didn't like that one at all. <laughs> I was I wasn't the biggest fan of that oh, one. Oh, Chicago Falcon is nice too, but both of them joints are nice. I, I feel like I feel like like okay, how I felt the same way about um uh 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 okay, so I'm gonna mention a song. Downtown. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how what he did with that, but then I like uh the one time in Houston, I feel like he was trying to attempt something, and he attempted again and did it right the second time. I feel like the Be More Club Slam and the Chicago Falcon remix are like him trying something, trying like an up-tempo joint and not getting it right the first time, and then like the second one was like, okay, I know what to do now. I, I like I like Chicago Falcon remix better, even without the the uh, the verse breakdown at the end. Yeah. Like when, uh, um, I forgot, what he was, was it uh, Mark Ronson he was working with? Yeah, the time? He, yeah he got a couple joints for Mark Ronson. Yeah, with on Mark this. Ronson, like when he was working with him at the time, and like Mark was like, yo, slow this down. Like with that tempo, I don't know if y'all Shit, really realize what he's I, saying, and made I him repeat nice the whole too. joint. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, it uh, yeah, but 
um, yeah, I, I, I fucked this heavy. I was like, man, this, this, like you, Nick, I was like, man, he got it. He got it. And I think I, I, I had a feeling like I said, the go-go shit. Yeah. I said, nobody's doing that. Mm-hmm. And the thing about drums and rhythms is very like, it's very appealing to people. Like you get people a nice little drum and a rhythm and shit yeah. like that. People are gonna bob their head, so oh, yeah. you can instantly hook somebody with just the fucking beat. Um, so the crazy so, yeah. thing about that is like, no matter what generation you're in, live instrumentation always wins. Always. Yeah. Like you, no matter what record mm-hmm. or whatever, like live if it's done well, uh, and and then you can float on it. That's why I, I gotta give a shout out. Not to say this is what they were doing, but I love that he. It seemed like him and Best Kept Secret, that duo. Bro, like he helped, he he helped them out so much, and then I hate that they dropped off after 2017 because that's I think the last uh, thing they produced was for SZA on her Control album. Really, but after that you don't really hear much records from them. But all these mainstream. Where are y'all? Man, they they they. I, I missed that production. I haven't heard yeah. much. So maybe you can put me on, but like I missed that duo, man. No, Wherever y'all are, come I back. I know, I know it's gonna be a good time when they hear. It's the best kept secret. Like, yeah, they got they got some joints. It's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah man. Oh man, yeah. This was this was a great, just solid tape all, all over. Like even with the the remake of a remake, a joint that I've heard sampled or or used mad times, but like still being able to come with a fresh take on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. It almost sounds like 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 a concert, and then like now we're you know kind of switching the tempo a little bit, and you know what I'm saying just making it a little smooth, versus like the other. You know what I mean? Like this joint had variety. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. It yeah. did. I liked it. It was a whole lot of something to be about nothing. You feel me? <laughs> All right, going around the room, Mr. Buck 20, a.k.a. Mr. Duce, a.k.a. Yo Mama's Side Nigga. Um, <laughs> did this project age well for you, bro? No, it didn't age well, but it showcased the talent that we will see down the line. Like, it was, it was, it was a great appetizer for what we're going to get as far as the artists in the future. But, nah, this is, this is pretty dated. Like, there's this a lot of records that are very dated. Got you. What about you, Saquon? I say it didn't age well, but I'm I'm gonna uh, take the same thing we said for another. I, I I call it like a period piece. I feel like it represents a good nostalgia for me. I could almost like when I listen to this, I could I could imagine myself like back in Florida. You know what I'm saying? In front of my PlayStation Two. You know what I'm saying? Playing playing games and just listening to some my headphones. Like so, it's a period piece for me. That's what's up. What about you, Blue Bath? I don't think it aged that well either. Um, is it fun? Yeah, but it's not something I return to regularly, like at all. But what about you, Ken? I wanted it to, <laughs> but it didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, with this being like my first time listening to it, I could definitely tell it was the shit when it came out. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely, you know, it, it, it's dated. It, it, it sounds older. But you still have to respect what he was doing because there's still nobody that's done this. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. So it's still in its own category. So you got to respect that. But um, look, man, tomorrow is Single Sunday, and we are concluding Wale Week tomorrow. With that being said, follow us on social medias, so that way you can recommend the next week that we do. Uh, we are definitely open to suggestions, so make sure you follow us on Discord, IG, Twitter, personally, and Dead and Hip Hop as a crew. And while you're at it, go follow Mr. Disrespect. Go follow the Hold It Down podcast. You know what I'm saying? They are all Dead and Hip Hop family. We mess with you. We love you. So that means that tomorrow, we promise that we'll give you the last iteration of Wally Week. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.